We want to welcome everyone back to BNB Presents the Black Media Podcast. And we got an interesting uh, review tonight. That shit but ain't be- interesting, but go ahead. <laughs> Before we get into all that, let's introduce everybody. My name is Ben, and to my right. Hey, y'all. <laughs> it's your girl, Nada. I'm, I'm apologizing in advance because this was my pick this week. Um, welcome. Welcome back. To my right, who we got? Well, now that I've cooled off from watching this uh, Cinemax After Dark that not that it had a subscribe to, uh, <laughs> it is your girl, Betty, 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 oh, what up, though? All right, All so right. the movie... I need a the, little cold shower, got it? <laughs> so let me just get into it. So the movie that was selected was called Indecent Choices. Uh, it just came out on Tubi, it says 2023, it was an hour and 10 minutes. And it's about an attractive young couple on the verge of breaking up, and they take a trip to rekindle their romance and accidentally end up in a swinger uh, Airbnb. Uh, it stars Tawanda, well, I can't even say it stars Tawanda Braxton, but Tawanda Braxton was in there. Jamal Gravy Willard <laughs> was in there. Aisha Ray, uh, Dawson Karsh, Mariah Chavis, and it was uh, directed by Albion Walker. And let's just get to it. Who picked this uh, softcore poem for us? <laughs> that already took the blame. Nada, why did you pick this softcore point for us? You saw Twanda on the on the in the thing. You was like, "Oh, this shit about to be good," did you? This is not softcore. So here's here's my disclaimer. I didn't read the storyline or anything. I literally just saw Twanda, and mm-hmm. I was like on the thumbnail, and I was I'm like, "I've never seen her yeah. acting." I said, "Let me go ahead." I knew it was my week to pick, so I said, "Let me just screenshot this story in the group chat." Boom. This will be watching next week, y'all. And that's how it came about. And then when I hit play, oh <laughs> my God, I not only closed the door, but I locked it because I ain't want nobody <laughs> accidentally walking in and catching me watching this. Like, Nada, what you in here watching? Because, baby, this was a different kind of lock your door from last week. Lock it <laughs> yeah. Like, yes. This, yeah. They was out there. What Brandy Mac say? Ass. Hit this. Showing the public hairs. <laughs> I mean, throughout the entire movie, I was not expecting that. I was actually waiting to see Tawanda's, but apparently that didn't happen. So let's get into it. Sight and sound. <laughs> Betty, I think it's trash. Something else. Trash, trash around the board. Yes. What? I, th- I think Betty described. I'm like, is this, this an iPhone? <laughs> an iPhone recording? <laughs> These angles is off. Why are we so it, close in the car? It was Why? so terrible. <laughs> It was terrible. Ladies and gentlemen, the wind was blowing. (laughs) The wind was blowing. It was like a crackling noise. I'm like, if they got a fire lit next to us, like, what is happening here? So let me just say, I thought I would have expected more from Tawanda associating her name with something like that. And Jamal. Yeah. I was surprised. That's what it sounded like. Let's just talk about that later. But it was sort of like, yeah, and then, was, I don't know what that sound was. And then like, I thought I we was watching a little Bruce Lee flick because it was like dubbed over, like they was talking, but <laughs> yes. they mouth wasn't moving. I like it was dark that, all the time. It was dark <laughs> all the time. I was yes. like, maybe I'm like, maybe it's my phone because mm-hmm. I watched it on my phone today. I didn't watch it on the TV because you know I was trying to 
do two things at one time. But I was like, no, this was this was not it. It was no, not it. Ain't. it. Albion, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't. I don't be like in a bash my creators, but this right here wasn't it. Well, yeah. This, that's good. We all agree that the sound was bad. The lighting was bad. Uh, some like Betty said. Sometimes it felt like it was dubbed over. Then one time, one girl microphone was working, and the other guy microphone sounded like he was in the hallway. It, mm-hmm. The same sound is get a, it's a thumbs down across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you all think? <laughs> Y'all got notes. Betty pulled right. up. I got, I got a whole He got note. his little notepad. Whole how, notes. I wrote. I had to. How, oh, how was the storyline for everybody? Oh, my trash. God. Trash. Man, Betty. What? What? What, what storyline? Story <laughs> there what? was no storyline. Like, why did they categorize this as a thriller? Like, what, I was not thrilled at all about this whole movie. Maybe it was like the, the 32 seconds that old girl was missing. I don't know. Was it the, the spin? Maybe the thriller is the ending that I didn't know what the fuck happened. And I <laughs> I was I rewinded the shit. I was still confused. I'm like, to be continued? Please no. Please no. No, don't but, do that. <laughs> it was bad. So storyline was bad. Uh, was it rushed at an hour and ten minutes? Absolutely. <laughs> it was. I, I, Absolutely. I feel like it, I feel like it was. I feel like they was taking too long to get to the thrill. It was like yes. it was like 47, 49 minutes of um, Cinemax Sex. After Dark, and then the rest of the minutes was us trying to find this girl and figure out why the, the hell they gave. Tawanda, this long ass soliloquy at the end of the, because she put me to fucking sleep with this history lesson that she gave. So I don't, I wouldn't say it was rushed. It was dragged the fuck out. Like this could have been one of those short films that we could have watched in 30 minutes. Like they could have jumbled that bullshit into 30 minutes. I'm saying rushed as far as like, what happened? (laughs) Yeah, like what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's why I mean, like, like what? Let me know. sum up the. I'm gonna sum up the movie. The it was horrible. The, Go ahead, Betty. Sum, sum it up for uh, It was ass and titties, ass and titties, <laughs> ass, ass. <laughs> <laughs> that was the synopsis of the movie. That was the storyline. Yeah. Somebody yeah. missing. Skirt. That's that was the end. Uh, horrible. <laughs> Let's just get to. What, <laughs> did anybody have a, a, a memorable scene or? Did anybody mean, have a memorable scene that stuck I out had to a memorable you? Scene. PG that, memorable scene. That so I could okay, so this okay, I'm about to just jumble a bunch of shit together. Because I know we ain't got much. So it's the memorable scene, things that was irritating me about the movie, and um we ain't asked about the acting yet. But I really wanted them to show less of that awkward body dude naked. <laughs> like the shorter one. <laughs> yes. Like we yeah. did a lot more without seeing his nakedness. Like we did not need that to be. I don't know if they paid him extra money to do that, but we did not need <laughs> that. We didn't need the we didn't need the shirts off at all with all them little things. <laughs> Like y'all couldn't work a waxing into the budget, cause baby, I just did uh, not need to see it. I think they was trying to make it look yeah. authentic. But the most memorable scene for me was actually um, when they had the little psychedelic. Like I guess I guess they was alluding to the fact that they was drugged and they was on drugs, and it was like pink and like that Red, whole. Yeah. I was like, 
they probably could have used less money on these effects and put that money somewhere else. So that was the most memorable scene that stood out to me. Um, and then the least favorite part of the movie, of course, the nakedness, but Tawanda's history lesson on that house. That was about a good six minutes that we could reclaim my time on. Yeah. Nada, did we you did have any memorable things? Not one. Not one. The credits? It was just all the nudity. I remember the, all of it. It was just a lot of nudity. It was, I mean, which is fine. I didn't know it was an art film. I didn't know what a thriller was. I thought I, I thought I had missed something. Like, well, did I miss something? But no, apparently I didn't. Because in the last seven minutes of the movie, Twana broke down what we saw. And I was like, oh, okay. Now let's get to it. How was that acting? Horrible. <laughs> Horrible. 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 All was... caps. Horrible. Horrible. <laughs> it was terrible. That was bad. Even Jamal Wood, Wooder, Wooder, his acting was terrible. Well, I was yeah. like, nah, I well, he only had... a little bit more from you, Biggie Smalls. Like, what was this? I did not enjoy it. It was like acting. they were just reading the, the script, like, in front of them. Hey, let's go get in the hot tub. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, oh, no. We forgot our bathing suits. I'm like, this is, this is trash. <laughs> <laughs> it was not trash. good, and y'all know on Black Media Podcast, we really be trying to tread lightly. We on, we, we try to support because we this, try to get people to support. I can't, but no, I can't support this. Don't yeah. watch this. Don't like watch I don't it. even know how many people are gonna listen to the podcast because I really don't want people to watch the movie. I don't even want you to. If you do watch it, uh, watch it in the dark. As I don't even know what the hell this movie was about. Let's That's just throw title. this thing on the scale and get <laughs> the over to the for rabbit tonight's hole. episode. Do not watch. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's just so we can all agree that this is free where it needs to be. Actually, somebody should probably be paying us to watch this, correct? Reclaim my yes. time. It ain't, we, it this ain't is a reclaim my time. Reclaim my time. Well, let's do this. Uh indecent choices was a definitely an indecent choice for us to watch this film. Uh we're gonna take a brief break and we come back, we're gonna just go straight into this rabbit hole. Because it was more stuff exciting on the internet than it was in this movie. We'll be back soon. <laughs> and we are back. And if you're just tuning in, we're in the uh, rabbit hole section of our podcast. If we did discuss a film called Indecent Choices. Do not be fooled by the box or the thumbnail. It ain't what you think it is. Save your time. Reclaim your time. But speaking of time uh, and reclaiming, Housewives of Atlanta returned this past weekend on Sunday. And they got the gang back together. It's Candy. It's uh, Sheree's back again, looking good as always. And then we also have Marlo. She's a full peach now, right? Am I correct in that? For the second season, I think. Second season holding a full peach. Uh, Drew wasn't on this episode, but her husband was. Oh, my and God. That, apparently, uh... And apparently uh, Candy wanted to bump somebody's head. Uh, Betty, what was going on and what was happening? I don't even know what women. is the so apparently one of and you know in normal housewives fashion they always got to be just with the drama so Sheree now has a problem with Candy so now they got to invite her friend onto the show so she could do Sheree's bidding I guess for her so the girl came on the show mm -hmm. and this is Courtney um, is her name right Courtney okay Courtney and she wanted to know why Candy had her name in her mouth asking people if they knew her. Mm -hmm. And so it went from Candy asking people, did she know her? 
to uh, her, Sandy. Candy said she was clout chasing. And no, Candy was just saying that I don't know you. I know this woman, but I don't know her friend. Right. And it just went from there. It was just too much. Um, the real question is, like, if you meet someone that you know or don't know, is it okay to ask if you know this person? Is that clout chasing? <laughs> How does cloud chasing really work? <laughs> right, that is a good point. <laughs> Y'all know the answer? I, I thought cloud chasing is when you try to attach your... I think, yeah, let's start over. Cloud chasing is when you try to attach your name to a person or a situation to, pe to appear as big as that person or situation, meaning, you know, I, I worked in the studio with Candy. Well, nigga, you was sweeping up because her session was <laughs> over that's cloud chasing <laughs> or when people be at concerts and be like oh we front row that's cloud chasing or we used to call it like name dropping back in the day front but i don't know how asking a person if you know a person cloud chasing usually it would go my friend candy says she don't know you that's cloud chasing when you drop somebody's name so i don't i don't know what I've, the hell these old women doing i've had situations where like say we now did you have something to say i'm sorry i just started back talking oh go ahead i've had situations where i've been out with girlfriends so say me you and nada was out and mm -hmm. nada brought one of her friends we meet not a friend she cool now what typically happens with me i don't know if it happens with y'all is if i meet a friend of one of my friends typically that person wants to be my friend now so i'm always gaining new friends through inheritance of my already connection that, right. that always happens but <clears throat> it was an instance one time where i was hanging out with my friends and one of her associates you know was hanging out with us and i saw the girl at the mall or something like maybe a couple weeks later like somewhere down the line and mm -hmm. i'm like oh hey you such and such friend you know you know from whatever oh hey mm -hmm. and then it was like <clears throat> Yeah, such and such said she saw you and you was uh broke your neck to speak to her, bitch. First of all, let's be First of very all, clear. let's be very ooh. fucking clear. <laughs> I don't break my neck to speak to anybody, but I'm very personable. And if I right. look you in your face and I and I'm familiar with you, I'm going to speak to you. Right. Baby, that's all it took from that one fucking time. <laughs> from that one time, if I see somebody and you don't speak to me first. Then you may be feeling like that bitch is acting funny because oh, that situation. how dare you? I was like, you got she PTSD. broke her neck to speak to that girl. The fucking audacity. If I would have seen that bitch again, I would have had to check her ass. Like, hold on, <laughs> and I don't even be like, you know, trying to be confrontational. But that's one of them things. Like, that's kind of like a cloud chasing thing, too. Right. Like, okay. you trying to make yourself feel more important than what you was. Because since I was just speaking, because we was just kicking a couple weeks ago at the bar, and now you acting like you don't know me. That's fine. Um, so I, I just think that that kind of stuff is weird. I, um, I would give you that one. That might be a cloud chase move to make herself appear more important. Like y'all see in your mind, she like y'all seen your friend, your little friend Betty, and she was like, "Hey, I'm like, okay, hey, calm down." So <laughs> exactly like this. It ain't your never that. <laughs> it ain't never that. But Candy was so <laughs> mad because the girl kept getting amped up. It was just a weird situation. I would say this. As any form of celebrity, and we're going to kind of segue into this. 
you have to not to be smart enough to let, let nobody bait you into a conversation that's going to make them shine. Because uh, sometimes you can get clout for just arguing with a person. And perfect example, 50 Cent would pick fights with people to give that person a boost. And I think he told a story, I don't know which, let's say it was Chingy. Chingy said there was a situation where 50 Cent had called him out about something, but he didn't respond. So when they were at like a, an event somewhere, he said 50 Cent had pulled him to the side and said, hey, I said something to you online, but you didn't say shit. He was like, I didn't want to feed into it. He's like, no, nah, nigga, you were supposed to feed into it because that would have boosted your thing and whatever algorithm, and that would have got you some spotlight on whatever you was trying to do. And I, I think it was Chingy. Uh, don't quote me on that, who who gave that scenario. But sometimes people try to boost you, like would try to bait you into a situation so they can be clout Because now we're talking about who Courtney is and why is Courtney feel she need to be important to talk to her. And just kind of like you all in that Tubi group that somehow I'm not in, but I think I got banned. But that's neither here nor there. That people will try to bait Crystal the dial or the producer or something into a conversation just to be like, yeah, I, I told that bitch off inside the group. And it was like, now, you know, who told who off in the group? So relax. You just got to be smart about you just got to be smart about how you get into these conversations as a celebrity. Yeah, I think and and I want to say maybe that's what 50 Cent was doing to Tierra Maurice to try to get his uh, 30 bands. He was trying to boost (laughs) her celebrity so he could get his coin up. Right. Maybe that's what that was about. But yeah, I just think you're right. Like they will try to pick something just to make themselves relevant because let's just be clear. Because then you'd be the person who told off the person in a the group. They could have probably deal without that so, altogether. And that's why I said with this, with in the Atlanta spectrum of living, I think the housewives still hold weight. I think on a national scale, we don't give a fuck, but I think in Atlanta it's still like a prestigious job to hold. So mm-hmm. just by her picking the fight with Candy allowed her to even be in Candy's space. And I think mm-hmm. stepping back, Candy could have been like, oh, okay, y'all don't know her. Let me walk off. And it wouldn't have been no confrontation. There wouldn't be no need for somebody to Google or Instagram who she is. I'm and- never, I'm never Instagrammed her or her business yeah. or <laughs> follow her or anything. But I'm so like, I had this period of time, even though we had a podcast and we talk about reality TV and we watch a lot of reality TV. Right. There has been a period of maybe several seasons of certain shows that I stopped watching because it's so ludicrous. Um, the, the amount of the drama, show? the behavior, okay. because Candy and Sheree were friends. Mm-hmm. Now, it's this big blow up about whatever happened. So y'all haven't talked in several months. Right. Now y'all back on the scene together and now y'all about to be arguing every day about some drama that's not even necessary like it's no conflict resolution like we need we need something better like we just really need something better because it's just be too much y'all too y'all be like oh. dressed up pretty and what do uh winter call it uh gutter barbies 200. that's how they be acting <laughs> like like gutter bar- barbies like y'all just be going too low and don't know when to stop it, it just be too much my whole thing i agree with Nala. they they definitely too old in age but i don't know what's the pay scale that would continue along this route and i don't know what the how the other franchises do when it comes to like i don't i'll be honest i don't watch the white housewife franchise i just did miami because i thought it was gonna be a lot of celebrities on there and i wind up watching the the you know the third whatever season they put on peacock but are the other franchises just as caddy when you soon as you see a person you want to some negative shit like 
soon as I see Candy and I'm on the housewife, like, I got to say something. As soon as I see Marlo, I got to say something. I've it just watched- seems like they can't say nothing nice about each other. They can't no, be like, oh, I, I, watched I just don't like them. Real Housewives of Dubai. They okay. Was, you know, Real Housewives of Johannesburg. Right. Um, what about Beverly watched- Hills and the white ones in New York and all that? Uh, I think New York is pretty much the same. As, same as I Atlanta, don't watch, or like the drama. You know, it just be the drama and the pettiness. You know, it don't be no kumbaya moments. Like they just definitely be extra picky. And that's when people say black people they giving black people a bad name. All the reality shows do this. Even like, even the shows that they did. Like, remember the one reality show they had with the mob wives or whatever? Yeah, remember that was a, a big, huge thing. Even Housewives of was in New Jersey. Mm-hmm. That was like, you know, like that too. So I just, I don't really watch the, those shows often. Right. But um, but what I can say for the shows that I watch, like I want to see us do something different. Yeah, I just think okay. when, I just think they're just too old to be, I don't know what the bag amount or how much they make in per episode. And I just think that it's just coming to a point where it's like, when if no if if nobody has anything good to say to me at all, I don't want to be around that person. I don't want backhanded compliments. And I know we all get on here, we joke about certain movies, who picked what and who Wi-Fi go down, but there's nothing malicious. And the things that they do are so malicious that it's just like I wouldn't even I would just I like I you know what I don't want this ain't even worth the money. I'm good. I'll I'll and then at this point, shit, people been in it so long, you should have built up something independently from this you should have had your cardi b moment where you can pivot and go into greater things so that would be my whole thing and you brought up a good point though betty some shows that were having start off good had some couple of rough seasons because now there's a petition floating around the intranets about removing carlos king as the executive producer on love and marriage huntsville have you heard about this or you familiar with what's going on with this I did, but I got a lot of opinion about it. First of all, how do you remove the owner? How do you remove the creator Ooh, the, from the creator. show? Like, do <laughs> y'all buy it, him out? Like, how does that work? So let me just kind of update everyone. So on uh, change.org, apparently this is a, a petition site. They have a petition to remove Carlos King as producer of Love and Marriage Huntsville on the own network. And the, the what you call it, the petition started was I think Protect Black Women was the ones who started the petition. I guess is that an organization or is that a, I thought it was a saying. I didn't know it was an organ, an actual organization. Maybe but somebody saying, owned the, they bought the rights to it. Okay. Because they're saying Carlos King has fostered a hostile work environment on the set of Love and Marriage Huntsville. He has allowed Martel Holt to harass, terrorize his ex-wife on numerous occasions. There have been multiple times when Martel was raging uncontrollably and had to be held back by intervening cast members from physically attacking Melody, both on and off camera. Martell allegedly assaulted a female crew member, which I didn't hear about this, on the set of Behind Every Man in a rage over not having contact with Melody after she left him. Also, his volatile behavior at the last, at the latest, yeah, the latest reunion, allegedly including attacking Melody's makeup artist. Martel recently showed up unannounced, uninvited, and unhinged, forcing his way into a birthday party while filming. He caused a horrible scene at this event full of children. I don't think he caused the scene. Melody made it worse than what it was by acknowledging it. And Carlos is aware of all this. An employee at another workplace would have been fired and removed from reality TV shows for much less. But Martel has been given grace upon grace. 
Instead of holding Martel accountable, Carlos has embarked on a joint press tour with him to rehab his public image. Carlos is protecting Martel's job at the expense of the show. God damn, there's another paragraph? Carlos let's has cut, let's cut, let's cut. Stop cut. it right there, okay. <laughs> so when they say that this petition was started by Protect Black Women, what they really meant it to say it was it was the Melody Hope Hive, whatever cult-like <laughs> group that she holds. Because last, just last season, they were fussing that the Scots had privilege over the show and everybody was protecting the Scots and mm -hmm. doing all of this for the Scots and Martel felt like he wasn't being treated fairly. Right. Now, I don't know in what world would you co-parent children and my children are with you for X amount of weeks or days at a time. And I got to email you to be able to talk to my kids. So I can't even t call and check on my kids when they're in your care. I can't have no communication with my kids while they're in your care. My daughter has to email me right. to, to reach out to me, to e ask me am I coming to her birthday party. That's wild. But I agree. That's oh, Martel... Yeah, but Martel, but this is what I'm saying. Like, all of this is seeming like it's for TV because Martel and Melody just sat in a meeting with that fake comeback group meeting together. Right. And Next they week were very cordial well, towards weekend. one yeah. another. They've also been at other events where it's been cordial to, toward one another. So you mean to tell me that I can sit in an event a with you, meeting. but I cannot come to my daughter's birthday party because it ain't my, it ain't your parenting time. And we're going to celebrate the birthdays differently. This just seemed like a bunch of fuss over control and power. And it kind of was like, first of all, watching that scene, Martel could have very well came and said how did his kids hug his kids and then, you know, been on his way. You made this scene bigger than what it was. Mm -hmm. um, everybody, it, it reminded me of like a Chuck E. Cheese scene at that Chuck E. Cheese on Gratian and Roseville, how they always be up there fighting and the police always be up there. That's what it reminded me of. I was like, did they go to Chuck E. Cheese? Um, it was just terrible. Like, I, at this point, I just feel like I really enjoyed the show, but like to scrap the whole fucking show. Right. Yep. Scrap the show. Give us something with the, let Melody do whatever it is that she's going to do and give us something with just the Scots, maybe. I you think know, this or give was, us some with Melody and her kids. I think this was a turning point in the whole Melody saga because now we got a chance to see how Melody respond. First of all, if you got a court order, you I don't know what this court order say about birthdays and celebration, but it is a little mixed signalish to be, I wouldn't even say the business meeting. I'm not even gonna say showing up to Kimmy's uh cancer recovery party, but it's cool for you all to go on vacation together. I can invite you on vacation in Destin, Florida, but I show up to my son, to my daughter's birthday party, to the twins. I didn't know they were twins, but to the... To the they're not twins. They, oh, they they're, just, come, they're years apart, but their birthdays are Okay. Close, well, to the like girl's the birthday party, and all of a sudden, you need to pull me to the side and start quoting <laughs> parental you time. You pull and, out the, the uh, yeah. joint custody uh, uh, um, agreement. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I was kind of confused there, but because I, 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 I'm thinking... I'm like Martel. If we was on vacation and I seen you at a party and I've seen you at a business meeting, we didn't go at each other's throats. I would assume it was safe to come to a birthday party. It was like, hey, I know you throw a Mariah party, whoever. I'm just here. And for you to be like, this ain't your time is like, 
and I think she made the uh, the thing bigger than what it was because she could have been like, "Hey, nigga, you ain't supposed to be here, but we'll address that later." I think she could have handled it. Wrap, wrap your time up, like make it make it short, right? And get on the body here. Or you call I'm gonna let it slide this time. Miss Van coming in. I guess I, I guess I get like the part where she says like she had to have boundaries because if you give a, a person an inch, they're gonna take them out. However, the inch is when like you all of on vacation. Extra, yeah, but it's all extra. <laughs> like I feel like you pick and choose, um, and you can't be picked because what's gonna end up happening? What's really really gonna end up happening is those kids are not gonna like her. All right. Those kids are once not they, gonna like us. Once they watch, see this. what's really happening, and and watching that last episode, those kids are getting big fast. Fast, yeah. I was like, damn! I was like, when Tisha and Marceau's uh, daughters get that big, I'm like, MJ is what 16, 17? Like these kids, they got big fast. Like how long we been? So, watching? That's because the attention has been so much on Martell and um, Melody. <laughs> you kind of forget about the other kids of the show, yeah. even with um, Monster. Uh, Reese, yeah, Reese's son, Monster. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's I think it's in a little I think it got to be somewhere in a contract that they like we're going to focus on this drama every season because 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 if you look at the groups and stuff that we're in for the shows, <laughs> I think people believe that Melody is the star of the show and the show is centered around her. Of course, you know, I don't even know. Do they EP on the show? Do Mark do Melody or um, I, I haven't even seen the credits to kind of think, so. think about I don't it. I think so. To even like answer that question, I haven't really paid too much attention to to the credits. Mm-hmm. I, I just think it's a. Have, I'm just being honest. Coming from a situation with me and my son, mother wouldn't always see an eye to eye. I never had was denied access to a birthday party, and I never went to a birthday party acting the ass. <laughs> we never had court papers like, well, you you throw your birthday party every every odd year like that. Like what kind of when I'm hearing this type I, of talk, I'm like, yeah. it's so of, toxic. I'm like, what kind of what kind of breakup was this that you can't even cordially come together for a birthday party where you gotta have odd years and even years and why would you want to revoke access it's to not... your child from their parent? But I can it's see it's not about you. the kids, it's really about their relationship. They and right. if, mm-hmm. if she don't if if he do something now, granted, Martel do be doing the most, following her around, and then it do be mixed signals if he's still trying to affect like he wanna give and that's the real that's the real problem. Like right. he fakes like he want to get back with her and he's doing all this stuff. But on the other side, he got this girlfriend that he's parading around. And that's what the real problem tea. is. Yeah. That's the real tea. Um, but it looks, it just comes across as what they say, unfortunately. Messy, messy and bitter. That's so, how I yeah. take it. Because I'm thinking like, wow. Because I'm thinking as Mel being a bigger person, she'd have been like, I would, she'd have put him to the side and be like, look, this ain't your week. This ain't. Your, I'm gonna let you stay. It's not a problem. Cause usually when he come to kids events, he's never really on that rah rah shit. He's pretty much in his own little world. He 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 did get a little turned up, but it was like a lot of <laughs> it was, was like a lot end. of people. It was a lot going on, and it was just too much. Cause women's van, what you had to do? Y'all need to just go get the producers or whoever and had them escort them out. The whole family don't need to come over there and be doing all that. And my thing is that why did nobody say, "Hey, look, he here. He ain't. I keep him over here in the corner. He ain't gonna say nothing." I, it was just at this point, it's just like this is another show that had no potential. conflict resolution, right? <laughs> so that yeah, that was a big thumbs down for me. But this petition also goes into removing Carlos, but it seems like it keeps bringing up Martel's. Like, do you all want Carlos removed? Do you want 
Martell to be removed. Fire in, in Carlos. Um, but it seems like everything is always, it don't matter what happened on the show, Melody wig can fall off and they'd be like, oh, Melody's wig fell off because Martell cheated with that Ariane girl and had a baby and his baby is too. <laughs> like, that's always going to be the case on every single time. It well, was so one- would y'all say, would y'all say that at this point you think that the the show itself has ran its course? Are they, are they just looking for anything to try to keep the storyline together? Like, when do you think it's a good time to say, okay, it's time to end it? I think Mel and Martell was only really together the first two seasons, maybe. Like, I think they was only together, like, the first season or two. Because the first season, he was keeping his penis in his household. That was the first season. Mm -hmm. Then they was getting back together and she was pregnant. So I think they were only, like, together for the... So literally for four seasons, they've been dragging on this divorce and, and stuff. And I feel like I want, and we talk about this all the time, we want to see more of the good stuff that they're doing. We want to see yeah, more of I wanna see that, yeah. Tish's brokerage, you know, Marcel. We want them to build Scott Manor because this shit is getting real <laughs> Chateau Charest-ish at this point. <laughs> like, build the damn Scott Manor, please. Um, but, you know, we're seeing, we want to see all of the good stuff that they're doing. Letitia and her brokerage, the title company. Melody, whatever she's doing, Melody is doing a lot of things. Um, is she doing a lot, a lot and nothing at the same time? Because it's just like when Monique is like, I'm a, listen, listen to what I'm saying. Like, this is like when Monique was like, I'm a well-decorated actress. And she started pulling out, like, she had the NAACP image award, but she also had, like, the Community uh, Trust, Woodward Avenue Foundation. Like, bitch, that don't count. Like, she's like, we, okay, we acknowledge that you've done a lot, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like you got you on Broadway. You on like you're doing like a podcast. You're doing some t-shirts. Melody has she's Banks. doing. Like, she's. <laughs> I think what she's trying to do is capitalize on the momentum that which her she, brand has fostered from. So I think that she's just taking every opportunity that comes along with that. Um, and I can definitely understand like. I, I don't know if I want to say she's a single parent, but she doesn't have two incomes. So, you know, she doesn't have, you know, a dual income household. So she's, you know, trying to monopolize on all the opportunities so that she can make as much money as she possibly can. Now, is everything going well? We don't know. It looks good. You know, it looks glittery and sparkly and all the things, mm-hmm. but we don't know. But um, maybe that's why she's so the way she is, because maybe she's tired. Maybe she's Maybe. tired. Maybe I, she's burnt out. It's, I would say stressful. what I did like about the show was when uh, Marceau and Martel was sitting around and he was trying to help them study that little camaraderie that they had just to see them overcome their their issues and whatever season that was to come back and be like, yeah, if you help me study for this test, I, you know, I'll work with you on your, your workout and just getting back to that brotherhood. I, I did enjoy that. Because what, what we were seeing in those seasons was what they always say, hurt people. Hurt people. Hurt people. So because things are not going well in your relationship, I want to make, hey, you was doing some shit too. Let's bring that out. Like everybody, I'm not going to be the only one getting in trouble. Uh, And I think that's kind of what happened with Melody and Tisha's relationship also. Because you can't force her to not be mad because you mad. Like, Like that's her relationship. So I think that's, I think they're overcoming that, which looks good. Um, 
yeah, I'm just hoping that we can see more of the businesses, what's going on. Like, they have so much good stuff going on. Like, Marceau and Tisha own, like, a whole freaking strip mall. Right. We don't know about. Yeah, like, they mentioned that a couple times. Like, they have so many great things going on. And the thing that I love the most about it is that they come from kind of humble beginnings. Like, you know, mm-hmm. these are people that we that have grown up with people that we know, you know, in the same humble beginnings, and we're seeing them grow. So it's almost giving you like a, a sense of um, inspiration. But it's always watered down by the drama. I will ask you all two questions. The first question is, we can go like one by one. Do you all think that because we're in this internet age and people will switch on your ass in a minute, after this past week's episode of Love and Marriage Huntsville, do you think there's going to be a different approach to how people view Melanie? Melody in the in, in in this internet space that we're in. Cause at first a lot of people were pro Melody, like, oh Martel fucking with her and they need to he need to leave her alone. But after watching this episode, I kind of see the the tide is turning. Do you think there's gonna be going forward, people gonna be not so much team male? Not a, we go not then we go to Betty. Um, I think that foundation has already been laid. If you're gonna be team Marce- Martel or um team Melody, Melody, I think if anything, it just kind of validates any, you know, pre-existing pre-existing feelings that you have for them. Mel, I'm not, I'm not a fan of Mel. Uh, mm-hmm. I think she's, you know, she tries to put on this goody two shoes act, but at the same time, she does a lot of throwing the rock and then trying to hide her hand, and then right. in that process that's what it's recorded um so no i think it's gonna be the same benny oh okay Betty, you think it's gonna be a, t- a shifting that people gonna be not necessarily team marts marts martel but not as much team melody as they once were like people seeing her true colors yeah that's a good way of saying it yeah that's i a good don't way to articulate that. i don't think i think what nada said is act- actually um accurate i think i feel like the foundation has been set and they, you know, settled in their ways and that they're going to side with Melody and over Martel on all things. But um, even prior to last week, like the, the episode that they had where um, they were at the spot and everybody was arguing and, mm-hmm. um, and Mel was like, look, I don't know if this is how y'all do things, but I'm going to go ahead and get out of here because it's not peaceful. Yeah. I was rocking with Mel on that because it's like, okay, y'all may be doing too much, you know. And then it was like, something else that Mel did that episode and I was like I get it like finally I kind of understand right. I can I see where Mel is coming from yeah I, I, I said this is a whole episode where I agree with Mel and that, that, that never happens so I definitely was agreeing with her um, in a couple spaces there and I was like okay you know maybe she's getting more down to earth but then we come to this season I mean this episode and it's like she got a flip phone to call her baby daddy because she don't want him yeah. to have her number then she cut it off um, and, and she just, she does a lot. And, and as a, an adult woman, like with children, I, that's just no way to behave. And that's right. just no way to put your kids in the middle of a situation. And you want to give the impression that you're not, but you are. Um, so I, I, go ahead. Nat. I am going to cut you off, Betty. I just want to say like, that may be her really displaying her personality mm. without really doing anything 
from last week's episode when she when she exited out because she had no relevance. There was no no moment for her to really, mm. you know, kind of include herself and go back and forth. So to bring the attention back to her for a quick second, she said, I'm going to go ahead and exit. But I mean, clearly, you know, she's still male and she's still going to be on be on the BS. So I think that that was just her way of saying, uh, well, there's nobody I can really go back and forth in this situation. I really don't, you know, I can't be messy on, on this episode so i'm gonna just let y'all have it on this one now that that's sure good, enough that's a good point that's sure good enough point. next week what happens <laughs> that's a good point because if i'm at an event right so if i go to somebody's party and typically one or two things is gonna happen i'm probably not gonna stay the whole time i'm either gonna be late and stay to the end or i'm gonna get there early and i'm leaving early but if i'm at an event and i decide to leave early i'm never announcing my departure like i'm never gonna be like all right y'all i'm out of here because i got you know like i they were like baby just slid out of here because like it's this event ain't about me i'm just like you know trying to get out of here and if you can't happen to catch me or if i just kind of like hey i'm you know i'm gone but it's that all of that is not necessary like it, it just don't be necessary so now you might have a good point there maybe she did try to bring some attention to herself by announcing her departure almost like when people be like in five days i'm deleting my facebook right <laughs> in four days i'm deleting my facebook you know like that type of you can delete it now bitch. <laughs> Please, i'm leaving i'm leaving this group because every time i turn around y'all in here starting drama like it's just lead a group just lead a group just lead a group we don't like, need no announcement really us that's causing the drama or you because here we got one more post about the drama okay my other question is since we do like a good come up story redemption story do you think they cut uh, Destiny too short too soon that we didn't necessarily get a chance to see her fully rebound with the business I think Destiny cut her own self out with oh. that attitude <laughs> um, and I think she just kind of burned some bridges that she can't necessarily come back across like like she she did it to herself unfortunately oh, Betty yeah I agree with Nada like she even came in like Melody I mean uh, Destiny came in irritating as fuck like you talking about my man, he makes some good chicken. It's all you going to say about my man is some chicken. And next week, he ain't your man no more. Like, girl, you <laughs> could have saved yourself this whole argument last month. You know, I think Destiny just, I think, and, and it could be another instance of somebody being hurt and not, you know, being in the space to share, maybe not being in the space to be open, not being in the space to be able to be happy and cheer for other people. That could be mm -hmm. what she was experiencing while she's been going through a lot of drama and court stuff with her ex-husband. Maybe, maybe she need a sabbatical and then sabbatical and then come back maybe, you know, and, and then be a full member again. Like, you know, who knows? But at this time she needs to heal, get happy, maybe get some love or marriage. And then side. maybe while she in Huntsville can get back on the show. But they let uh, Tiffany stay, and she just was came off dry and angry for uh, as well. Tiffany has love and marriage in Huntsville. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. We don't quite know what Tiffany's business do, does, but we know Lou do something with baseball. <laughs> 
That's a good point. Did you see how they're going to say, oh, wait a minute, pause. This is just a little aside. This don't have nothing to do with nothing. But in the last episode, when they were like going to the batting cage, and, Mar- and Marcel says, since Big Lou is on the road with his team, I guess I got to pay for the batting cage. Like, basically, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, they just be meeting up in this spot because it's free. Because <laughs> it's free. <laughs> since he's gone, we got to pay. I was like, mm, y'all going to edit that out. <laughs> but I think Tiffany looks so cute pregnant. She does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I give her that. But she's so irritated. She's still as irritated as ever, but she looks very cute pregnant. She's definitely making a More pretty irritating pregnant the brat. That's a whole other conversation. Oh, my God. Listen, you th- when are you talking about the brat? With her in that cutout stomach uh, Chicago Bulls jersey. Ooh. Looking like your, your favorite stud's favorite stud. I saw that. Julie should have been like, Julie been like, babe, that's, that's not it. Right. That's- like, why would you let her come? Like, get your... That's oh, not it. Get your goofy ass on. Like she could have, she could have wore that um, jersey without that stomach cut out. And then somebody posted it with that crying Michael Jordan face on the front. <laughs> I, you know, I, I was definitely impressed though to see her at 48, 49 on 49. stage, mm-hmm. almost full time. You know, full time pregnancy out there performing and getting her functified on on stage. I was like, damn. All right, you Couldn't know, like be me. Baby, listen, them pregnancies they almost took me out a couple times, but I was like, oh, well, this is impressive. So I'm glad that she was able to do that. But I'm hoping that once she becomes a mom, maybe her mom side will come out. I just want her to dress like an adult woman. Like I don't, or an adult <laughs> person. Like I just don't know like what the. what de- Like she's stuck in a decade. <laughs> Whatever I know, the, I the baggy I jeans. I want to come off as bashy because you know. Uh, I think know, we I all feel the same way. Something yeah, else I, just, I want to talk about real quick. Okay, um, come on. I was listening to a podcast uh, a couple days ago. Betty, I think I mentioned it to you. Mm-hmm. And um, my favorite couple, um, Egypt and Mike, were. Yeah. It's it's their podcast actually. Mm-hmm. Two things that I didn't know. So, you know, they have the show, what is it called? Married to Real Estate? What the uh, hell happened? It just, like, stopped mid-season. So there hasn't been, like, any new episodes since, like, February. So I'm like, mm, sounds like there might be some legal issues behind the scenes going on because I really enjoyed that show. That's How many episodes was it? Like It's, like, yeah, four for this, for this new season because they was, like, promoting the season, promoting the season. And then, I would, you know, I set my little DVR or whatnot so I can watch it. And then, like, I'm like, there's no That's new it. episodes. Um, I think you got to like episode four, mm. where the last season had I think nine or ten. Um, <clears throat> but that's one thing about them. Secondly, the next thing is uh, they actually got invited to be on Real Housewives of Atlanta. And oh, yeah, and they I think we talked about that, and they turned it down because oh, we did don't need to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, we talk, we didn't talk about it on the show, but we you know. Oh, okay. That. Yeah, because Egypt. No, she ma'am. said she she said at first they were kind of like really excited about it, blah 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 blah, and then she said she just like woke up about three o'clock in the morning and she woke him up and was just like, I really don't think I want to do that, and I'm so glad that she did it because she doesn't fit that personality. Almost like when Kim Fields was on there, Kim Fields didn't fit, and Kim Fields is like, I'm too grown for this shit right here. Like, yes. too much. And, and that's, what, that's what I'm saying about reality TV. I think that they really want, like, they that's how they sell being on the show. We'll pay you this amount of money, 
but we need for you to be like this. We need for you to be this type of, this is what we're looking for from you. You know what I'm saying? That gives them, that gives, the more drama, the more storyline gives it them sells. more um, ratings. But that's yeah. why I'm kind of like, and as much <laughs> as I love Sonya Richards Ross and I love Aaron Ross, I don't like the show for them. Like, I really no. enjoyed the reality show that they had themselves. They had that, um, the show with their family mm-hmm. when she was like recovering from her injury and stuff like that. I really enjoyed that show, like her family dynamic and all of that. And then they get on Housewives and it's like, mm-hmm. she is not so you know, people, being portrayed in the same so light. Well, so you know, at one point, well, her family is relocated from um, Texas, Jamaica, right? Texas. To Atlanta. But they, I think her family has always, like, she's always really supported her entire family. Like, like she bought, got her sister a salon, her mom and dad. I think she talked about it a little bit on the last episode. Her mom and dad both work for her. So they always had like this close family. And I don't really see nothing wrong with it. If you got enough space and your family is like supportive, I don't really see a problem with like them all sharing space um, as opposed to everybody living in their own multi-million dollar house. That's kind of, you know, crazy. But I'd rather um, have like a compound and, you know. So you like on. we on the same property, but we on the same land. But land, you got I your got own. you. I got you. I mean, I guess it just depends on your family dynamic too. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it just depends on you know how it, it wouldn't. It, it wouldn't bother me either way. I just think I don't know. And they're Jamaican, also. Don't forget yes. that you know they're Jamaican, also. That's part, so, yeah, part of the culture. Um, you know, their culture is a little bit different. Um, well, Aaron ain't, and I'm sure Tyrell ain't either. But um, you know. Um, the Richards family is. Um, I do have a correction. So when it comes to the real estate show with Egypt, they actually had 12 episodes this season. It started all the way back in January. And I think they took a break, mm-hmm. then they came back. So it was actually 12 episodes uh, that started, season two started uh, January the 12th. At? It's only like and- four that's listed. No, it's I, I got Discovery Plus and it's 12 episodes. And they ended. You can see it on there. Yeah, I'm looking at it now, and it ended March 23rd, 2023. Man, I looked at IMDb for season two, and they couldn't even give me the dates of when the episodes aired. Oh, so you got to go to just like Google uh, "married to real estate" and then just put episode guide. Let me see. So, yeah, yeah. Twenty-seven they... episodes. So they did, I think they did eight the first season, 12 the second season. Hmm. But yeah. Might be onto something. Well, let's do this. We're we going to wrap this on Betty, up. Betty, you and... sleep? I you am. over there nodding? Look at it. <laughs> I'm resting my eyes. I'd had a long day. Are we, are we boring you? Is that what you're saying? Are we Are we boring? I'm meditating. Use a meditating Well, life. before <laughs> Betty meditating to a trance, we're going to get out of here. My name is Ben, and to my right, it's your girl Nada. Thanks for tuning in, y'all. Don't watch that trash ass movie. Uh Biddy, what was the name of it again? Uh Indecent Choices. Yeah, don't watch that shit. To my right, who we got? It's your girl, Betty, 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 y'all. Listen, Nada is not picking the movie next week. So it's back on you, uh, right, Betty? Yeah. No, it's on Benny. Goddamn. Yeah. We we might be another. I'm going to go in there and suggest, like, Benny, did you see? I'm, and, and you know what? Before I get out of here, I just want to say, me and, <laughs> and like, we, watch, we watch a lot of good-ass movies, right? 
but we only review a couple of them. And it, I swear, like every time we review one, Benny pick one. Benny, we done watched 15 good movies throughout the week, and then here come Benny picking this bullshit. So <laughs> I'll say I'm gonna do <laughs> on good. That this note, week. On that note, y'all, I'm out. <laughs> All right, y'all. We see y'all next time. Take care. Deuces. Peace.